Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast and uh, welcome back if you have been listening all along. Uh, but this is kind of a new teaching. It has to do with what we're going through as a nation. And the title of this uh, teaching is Stop the Fear. I believe there's a lot of feel, fear going on among people. There's a lot of frenziness, uncertainty, um, people trying to do the best they can to uh, take care of themselves and their family. Um, so um, if you haven't listened to the previous teaching, Stop the Fear, please listen to it. It's, uh, there's a lot of uh, Bible verses that uh, will guide you into God's will for you during these hard times. And it will also encourage you. Uh, but I want to pick up where I left off. I um, mentioned that there's a lot of studies done that show um, 85% of what we worry about never happens. Isn't that interesting? 85% of the things that we dread, that we're afraid, we're scared, we're thinking about the future, are never going to happen. Um, there was a, um, a very influential writer of the French Renaissance. His name is Michael de Montaigne. Um, he was born in the 1500s in, in France, and what he said, this is one of his famous quotes, he said, my life has been filled with terrible misfortune, most of which never happened. <laughs> Let me say that again. It says, my life has been filled with terrible misfortunes, most of which never happened. In other words, he dreaded it, he thought about it, he worried about it, he was anxious about it, the things that could happen but they, most of them never happen. And studies show that 85% of the things that we're afraid of, they don't happen. So um, let's kind of keep that in mind and not stress over things too much. Um, but I also want to share um, Isaiah 41, 13. Uh, this is God talking to you. Please pay attention. It says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and who says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Now, do you guys believe that? Do you believe that God as a father, as a loving father, is telling you, his child, I am the Lord your God. In other words, he's, he, he is the one who created you. It says, I will take, who takes care, who takes hold of your right hand. Like a father, imagine a father with a little baby taking hold of their right hand and, and speaking to them and says, do not fear. Don't be afraid. I will help you. Whatever you're dreading about the future, whatever you're scared you don't have to face it alone. You don't have to take care of it alone. God is saying, I will help you. And who is God? He's the creator of heaven and earth, and he owns everything. Is there any higher power than God? Is there anybody that can overcome his power? No, there is no higher power than God, okay? His power is high, high above any, you know, the Bible in Ephesians talks about Jesus being seated at God's right hand, and then says far above powers, authorities, rulers, dominion of the dark forces far above okay so everything is under his feet so that's why it says do not fear so if god is telling you that you need to trust him right um another interesting fact that i like to share in this podcast is um there's a verse in the bible that says something that casts out fear and that's in 1 john 4 18 uh, the verse is uh, this is what the verse says it says there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment the one who fears is not made perfect in love so this is one of the famous verses it says that there is there is no fear in love and then toward the end it says the one who fears is not made perfect in love in other words if you are perfect in love if i am perfect in love then i will not fear easier said than that right i think what it's saying is if he truly trusts god's perfect love for us if we 100% believe it and trust it, 
that our creator loves us, you know, more than we can ever think or imagine or feel. If we truly trust that, then we will not be afraid. We will not let fear in. We will say, well, that doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know how to handle it. I don't know what's going to happen. But my God knows. He knows what's going on. He has a way. He has a way he's going to, he's already figured it out. When I get there, he'll give me the answer. He'll give me the solution. He'll send me the help. He'll open doors that I, that I don't even see yet. That's what it means. Isn't that a perfect um, scripture? And um, you know what's scientifically proven that when you feel love or when you show love, I guess when, when you show love, you also feel love, right? Your brain releases these happy hormones like dopamine, and serotonin and another hormone oxytocin is also produced when you feel love isn't that amazing so how about you you might say well i'm not feeling loved by anybody right now <laughs> nobody's showing me love and that happens sometimes but what if, what about you go to someone and show love you make somebody else feel love it's the same thing right and it says what what What's going to happen when you are in love, like when you show love, give love or receive love, this causes you to feel a surge of positive emotions. So guess what those positive emotions are going to do for you? They're going to get rid of that fear emotion. So another way, I mean, if you can just trust God loves you, 100% you, can, you, you decide not to doubt that, I believe that itself will get rid of your fear. But if you're still having problems with that, you know, if it's a challenge, um, then find somebody you can show love to or go near somebody who loves you and receive their love. Because once these hormones are produced, those, these happy hormones, you're going to feel a positive feeling in your emotions. You're going to feel restful. You're going to feel joyful. You're going to feel more hopeful. I think that's a great promise from the Bible. So might as well, you know, <laughs> look into it and take advantage of it. Um, but another thing that I talked about having tools about how to, uh, come against these spirit of fears and how to replace them with, um, feelings of, uh, hope and joy and peace. And when we're going through a hard time, it sounds easy. Um, and honestly, it is not that hard. It basically comes down to making a decision. So how do we, how do we receive fear It's by, you know, the Bible says, guard the windows to your heart, which is. Our heart, you know, is the state of our mind, right? How do we guard it? Basically, what we watch, what we hear, uh, what we listen to, um, the words we listen to, what we read, are continually depositing information, images, pictures into our heart, into our mind, right? So if these things are negative, and honestly, news, um, I think there should be a limit to watching news. It's great. We have to know what's going on. We have to be aware every day. But... Some of us are just doing it excessively. Like we hear the same news over and over and over again, and it's all negative and it just keeps pumping fear. I'm not saying that's what they mean to do, but um, by us continually receiving those negative news, it, it is causing fear and anxiety in us. So why don't we try to limit that, limit, you know, guard the windows to your heart, limit how much negative news you're watching to, um, negative news you're listening to or watching or reading limit it and instead replace it and you say well, replace it with what so replace it with positive things with good things um, well most importantly we need to 
for us to develop faith in God and his promises and his word, the Bible says our faith is going to come by hearing the word of God. In other words, paying attention to the word of God. So replace it. Maybe listen, um, you know, to your Bible app or read it. Watch, you know, read your Bible or listen to a teaching by a Christian, I mean, um, you know, a, a pastor or somebody who really knows the word of God and is preaching on it, if it's a podcast or something, um, or read a Christian book. So replace it with something positive that references the word of God. I mean, the best thing is really to read the Bible. But if you have problem understanding it or you've never read it, then these other means might help you get there. And um, I believe listening to God's word will replace these feelings of fear and anxiety and worry with feelings of and knowing that you are loved by God, that he's watching over you, he will protect you, he will provide for you. And these thoughts, if you take a hold of them and you believe them, which is going to come by, again, depositing good things into your, into your heart, into your soul, it's going to replace those feelings of anxiety and fear are going to be replaced by feelings of peace, of hope, of joy. And you you know what? You're going through the same thing everybody else is. But then other people might look at you and say, hey, how come you're not bothered with this? How come you look like fine? You look kind of relaxed. Like you should be scared. You should be worried because we don't know what the future has. Look what's going on. You know, <laughs> grocery stores are empty and everybody's buying everything. You might say, well, you know, I focus. Um, I know what's going on. I'm aware of it. I watch the news. But I also spend time in the word of God and I believe God's promises for our lives. I believe God's taking care of us and we're going to get through it and we're going to be fine. Another thing that I want to emphasize is watch your words. You know, the Bible says the power of life and death are in your tongue. So if you, <clears throat> which is natural, when we watch negative things, scary things, those things come out of our heart, out of our mouth. That's what we speak. So we really have to kind of go against that. But if you're depositing good things into your heart, into your soul, then good things are going to come out, right? So watch your words. I mean, you kind of are going to be in this battle against your flesh wants to say, nag, complain, and say negative things because that's how everybody's going to agree with you. Oh, my gosh, things are so scary. It's so terrible. We don't know what's going to happen. Don't do this. Don't do that. And because we want to make connections with people, we kind of agree with these negative statements. But you just have to go against that. You just have to say, well, you know, I have faith. Everything is going to turn out good. We're going to get through it. We're going to ride this wave. God will give us strength. He'll send us help. And we're going to be fine. This is temporary. There's been, you know, worse trials that has come against this country. And we've gone through it. And this is a strong country. And God loves us. And he will help us. And he's on our side. So you have to kind of purposefully choose the words that you speak that will promote those feelings of being positive, the feeling of being peaceful and hopeful and joyful. And trust me, it's going to go against your flesh. It might sound fake and you're going to say, that's not how I feel. It kind of, you know, it doesn't sound right and I don't want to say it. But if you do, if you want to be peaceful during these hard times, if you want to keep your joy and you want to be strong, and you want to get through this <laughs> with joy and not cause harm to your mind, body, or soul to other people, then you have to do this. You have to speak positive about the future, about what's going on, about God's power and his sovereignty and how he's going to help us get through it. And everybody, everything is going to go back to normal. And uh, 
God has it all figured out. Even though we don't have an answer, even though we may not have a solution except only to take the next step, but well, we're walking by faith. Isn't that what the Bible says? The righteous shall walk by faith. The righteous shall walk by, this, by the spirit, not the flesh. That's actually what it's saying. Um, so I hope this teaching has helped you to come against the spirit of fear and you can calm down and relax. And um, <laughs> I would even say if you're confined to being home, that gives you more time to spend to work on the projects you haven't worked on. Yeah, you put aside or um, spend more time in the world and get back to what's really important in life. Okay. So um, I believe I'm going to start a new teaching. So until then, God be with you and God bless you.